Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. He should be sitting on the porch rocking in his chair. Talking about measuring his blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I check my blood sugar and I check it often. <laughs> Hi and welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast that, I don't know, all we need is... A city, a martini, <laughs> and you, Stephanie. <laughs> Me, really? I don't know about that. Not this week. Christ. Uh, you're, I don't know um, about you, but a meadow does not particularly sound... Oh, I shouldn't say that. I would like a meadow. I like a meadow. I mean... I like a meadow. Whatever. I feel like... I feel like summer is a meadow type person so i automatically don't like meadows because i hate summer wheatley so much thank you same mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's meadow, gotta be yeah. the, she's gotta be the worst character i know i hate her so much the worst guys stephanie's having a week why don't you tell us what's going on with those bees my god you guys i don't even know where to begin like anybody that's even hanging on through this next couple minutes like i'm just sorry so mm-hmm. we went on vacation came back and let me just preface by saying that every summer we always have a bee problem. Yellow jackets, hornets, carpenter bees. I have lots of trees here. It's just a whole thing. But this year, for whatever reason, when we came back from the beach, yellow jackets decided to take up residency between my bedroom and my son's bedroom. And they made their so they made their way somehow into the windows. And I woke up Monday morning, nope, Sunday, Saturday morning, with uh, yellow jackets on my pillow and about 40 of them in the window, Mm. like in Mm -hmm. my bedroom Mm -hmm. on the window. And they were all in my son's room, Mm -mm. in Jake's room. It's been an absolute fucking nightmare. Mm -mm. And I can't even, my husband's in the hospital, as you know, he had surgery, he's fine, but it's just been like, 
It's been hell, um, you guys. Our it's husband? Been our husband, yeah. Our husband's in the hospital. One of our husbands. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's been a fucking nightmare. So we always spray, like I spray every year. We're constantly knocking nests down, whatever. Wait a minute. You're destroying nature. I am. I'm destroying the bees on the ranch. The ranch of Ferdinand. I'm telling you right now, dude, it's been so bad, you guys. Like, if I don't have a drinking problem by the end of this week, there's going to be one. There's going to be some kind of addiction. Okay, so Um, one of my greatest fears has always been bees in the wall. I know. Uh, 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 I know. So, like, I would just, I think I'd burn the house down. <laughs> don't, don't think it wasn't contemplated. My brother's a fireman, and I actually texted him asking mm-hmm. how I could get away with burning my fucking house down. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story, long, long story short, as short as possible. Um, my brother in law came over a, a couple of days. I don't even know what fucking day it is, but anyway, my brother in law is here, and my sister, and Thank God they helped me like seal up some like teeny tiny cracks on my window outside. Like absurd, ridiculous. These yellow jackets, man, they are out for blood. They are out for blood. Oh, it's bad. So anyway, we've been on the roof. Like I was actually on the roof trying to knock down a net. Like it's, I can't, there aren't words. But anyway, it, it got to the point where it was a bigger problem than we could handle. Like I could handle on my own. Sounds so I had to call a freaking exterminator mm-hmm. and he came and sprayed and there have been no issues since. Thank freaking God. It's been fine, but it's just been a week, dude. And then my internet crapped out yesterday. I'm trying to, I've been juggling working from home and working at the hospital on my laptop and somehow got a freaking virus from the hospital that, threw something into my modem that I couldn't connect to the internet yesterday. So I was at the Comcast, the Xfinity store getting a new, like, it's just, you know how like, that's like, yeah, it's just yeah, too much. Yeah. I quit You're at life. You're just having a week. You're having a week. Yeah. I'm, I'm quitting at life. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. That's just where I'm at this week. This was a week guys where I, I talked to you. What? To Monday. You still had not watched Sister Wives. I know, dude. It was bad. I mean, that that gives you an indicator of what kind of a week it was. Yes, because that's my like favorite show in the whole world. I've been watching since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I couldn't like I couldn't I couldn't even function here. It was like it got to the point where <laughs> Sunday night I sat on my kitchen floor at like midnight and just sobbed because I didn't even mm-hmm. know what else to do anymore. Like, you know, you get I was just like I quit. I'm throwing up my white flag. I fucking quit. Someone bring me drugs. <laughs> so in summary, this is why your your um, Yellowstone was not out yesterday. And now we are up at the crack of dawn before Stephanie has to go to work mm-hmm. to record this. So yeah. it's like 8 a.m., guys, 7, 38 o'clock, and we're getting this out. <laughs> and uh, hope you enjoy it because it's butt-ass early. And I told Stephanie, I'm like, you know what? You don't, you could, I told you to take the week off. I know, but you know me. But she needed to talk about the ranch. (laughs) She just needed it. (laughs) I needed an escape from my bees, (laughs) from my husband and hospitals and (sighs) Well, the good news is Hubs is coming home when? Tomorrow? Hopefully today or tomorrow. We don't know yet. Okay, good, 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 good. 
Um, what's it? Oh, tomorrow's my mother's birthday. Please don't let me forget. Tomorrow's my yeah. mother's birthday. God, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I keep like in panic looking at the calendar like, oh my God, when is her birthday? It's tomorrow. Okay. So I always do that over my in-laws anniversary, which is August 3rd, I think. But one year we forgot it and they were super pissed at us. Really? Like my in-laws expect nothing from us. Right. Like right. truly nothing. Right. Like we're so spoiled. It's not even fun. Like tr- we, I know we are. Yeah. Yeah. They're good people. They're wonderful people. But the one thing that they, that is a thing for them is that we don't forget their anniversary. And really? so I. Oh, isn't that super strange? Yeah, That's they've been married for like 56 <laughs> years or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't even know. It's been a long time. Um, But yeah, we forgot. So like I actually have it in my calendar now and I make mm-hmm. my calendar uh, remind me like a week ahead of time. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so you could get the card. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, they don't even care. They just want to be acknowledged. It's so it's so funny. I, I, you know me. I'm like this with events. Like I like people to acknowledge my birthday, uh-huh. which we are close to my birthday month. And it is going to no. be, I'm calling it this year, Amy Archer Extravaganza. The entire month yes. of September is going to be dedicated to my birthday. I love this so much because you know I love my birthday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. you know what? It's it's, uh, and I know we bring up your dad and my gram all the time, but I'm gonna bring them up again. My gram always made a huge fuss about my birthday, my and I just feel too. like I'm keeping the tradition now that she's gone, <laughs> and I'm making a huge fuss about my birthday mm-hmm. for fucking sure. So yeah. funny little thing about my dad is, so he obviously my dad never forgot my birthday, but what he would always do is. For whatever reason, on Queen Elizabeth's birthday, like they would always make an announcement on TV, like, oh, it's the Queen's birthday. My dad would always call me and say, oh, I had to call the Queen and wish her a happy birthday. So now I like I would get two birthday calls every year. My gram had had one of those cards that you open up and it plays happy birthday. Oh, yeah. And she got it from somebody like 25 (laughs) years ago. So she would call me every birthday and just open the card up and it would start going off. Stop! That's the cutest. That's the cutest ever. Yeah. I will say my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, well, mostly my father-in-law, but Daria will join in too, but they call everyone on their birthday and they sing happy birthday to at like seven o'clock in the morning. It's the sweetest thing. I look forward to it every year. It's really cute. They're the best. Why have you never asked me to sing happy birthday to you? Um, have we heard you sing <laughs> Um, I've heard you sing. Never want to hear it again. Dude, it's horrific. It's, I don't know what happened to me at the baby factory. They just put the vocal cord in wrong or something. Because... At the baby factory. <laughs> the stork's claw must have penetrated my vocal cord. It just, it's not working right. Holy All right. shit. Oh my God. All right. Let's get into this shit show. We are talking Yellowstone season five, episode six, cigarettes, whiskey, a meadow, and you. And I need to pal- cleanse my palate and get ready for my Beth and, and Summer Wheatley rage. <sighs> I have it too. All right. So we're going to do this one a little different just because not much happened. So we're yeah. just going to, yeah, we're just going to do the three different locations. Oh, cool. So we have, um, we have Jamie's location. We have what happened on the reservation. And then we have the ranch. 
Okay. Yes. I'm here. All right. So let's knock the little ones out first. So let's start with Jamie. So Jamie wakes up and he's next to Sarah Atwood. And I mean, this woman is beautiful. Do oh we agree? Oh my God. Oh my God. Like he's I, looking like, at her back and it's like flawless. Like I my know. back would have crinkles on it, pimples and grown hair and rashes. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> true i hate you so much it's not true at all oh my god mine might have like a mole or two actually i'm just covered in fucking freckles who am i kidding (laughs) so she says he's like why do you like me like why are you playing me here what's going on and she's like you're a six foot tall harvard law graduate eagle muppet lawyer and the second (laughs) most powerful person in montana She's like, it's not like you're a loser, dude. And she's the only one that thinks that, I think, though. Because I think he's a fucking loser. Would I bang Jamie Dutton? I would not. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna lie. All right. right. I totally would too. Who am I lying? (laughs) Who am I kidding? I mean, who am I lying to? When that scene opened, I even made like a note to myself, like every once in a while, and it's not often. But every once in a while, I'll catch an angle of him, and I'm like, he is kind of hot. Mm-hmm. He needs he an eyebrow to, trim. But then he, he goes needs- back to Eagle Muppet. Like it's not; it doesn't last long. It's like a brief moment. He needs and then an I'm like, eyebrow Ooh. trim, and he needs to let his hair go a little, little looser. Yes, it's that like perfect quaff of like mm-hmm. the yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not into, mm-hmm. but but he's a handsome man, and once in a while, I'm like, oh, I see it. Here's the thing about him. Fleeting. I think he wants to be a holdy, but he's not pulling holdy off. He is not not. holdy. Mm -mm. He's not. You know what it is? He's too, he's too buttoned up. Like he's sewn too tight or something. Yeah. And I just don't like that. I need a little more mess. We'll get to the true hotness in the show later when Walker takes the stage. Oh, we will. I know. All right, so he says, you know, I have a good beat on my appeal as a man and it doesn't add up to you. And I thought that was a good line. Yeah. Interesting. Like, you know what you're capable of pulling. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So she wants to know why they're not governor. They have sex in the shower. And he says, if you find me a way to make me governor, I'll give you your airport. And she says, help me put the brakes on the fire sale. Mm. Now, did you see them sitting on the couch later? And what was your initial reaction to this? When they're sitting on the couch, naked. Um, ew. Who okay, sits number on their one, couch naked? That's gross. Who sits, who sits on their couch naked? Number two, he's completely naked. We think. He's at least shirtless. Mm-hmm. And he has on his Apple Watch. Did you see this? I know, dude. He's <laughs> he's gross. I can't, this is what I mean. He's like I not know. really hot, but sometimes he is. But I will, I just want you to know if you ever come to my house, mm. you can sit on my couch without worrying about have to, having to get like someone's butt juice or something. Oh, I thought you. you were going to say, I would never. Naked. I was like, no, no, thanks. no, you can't. And <laughs> I don't either. Of, what kind of indecent proposal no. is this, Robert Redford? <laughs> no, Amy, no naked butts are on my couch just saying. okay listen i also want to shout out the backdoor friend and you know who you are who left us a review and said i would totally bang john dutton thank you <gasps> yes thank you yes mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of backdoor friend we need yes love it. okay 
So they're watching the news and the fake news is so bad. Now you and I worked for a news station. The fake news is so bad. They don't even say the name of the guy that died. They put up his picture. Sure. Oh my God. And he looks like diabetes. He looks like that dude. Wilford Brimley. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. <laughs> he looks just like him. And they put I... him up there and they just call him local cowboy and former head of fish and game. You don't say his name. Amy, this is why you and I are so fucked up, because in all of my notes, I just referred to him as diabetes. Yeah, he's diabetes. <laughs> so, I got diabetes. I news- check my blood sugar and I check it often. <laughs> so the news anchor goes, well, some might question the priorities of our governor. This news anchor thinks our governor is right where he needs to be. This would never happen. Stephanie, never. this would never happen. Especially, Your executive producer would be screaming at you to shut the fuck right. up and don't take a political stance. But I also think that there's like, there's certain things. Like I remember when we, like when I worked for the news, which wasn't that long ago, um, like they actually weren't allowed to choose a side. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're not. Yeah. Like, like that would never Fox happen. News, CNN, MSNBC, they're different. They're cable news. That's totally different. different. Mm-hmm. You are not going to see your local, you shouldn't no. see your local anchor being like, I love Trump or I hate whatever. No. Mm-mm. So although I would love to hear somebody say they will, anybody say they although, hate Trump. <laughs> although I wonder if we're sliding into that. I really hope we're not. It's scary, right? So Jamie says, my dad is tough to beat in a fair fight. And Sarah says, I don't think we should let him show up to the fight, Jamie. Dun, dun, dun. What does that mean? I don't know. Are they going to kill him? That's like, what I'm wondering. Know. That's what I wonder, too. All right. Now we're going to head over to the reservation. Yes. So Mo is chilling, eating breakfast with the fam. Love Mo. Love him I so love much. Mo. And all of a sudden, the entire table starts to shake. Now, I will say this. I grew up 100 feet from a train rail. Um, It's across the street from my house. I yes. know. Yes. And I can remember everything in my bedroom would shake yep. when the trains would come through. This mm-hmm. was, this triggered me a little bit. Yep. So they noticed there's military helicopters flying overhead. He tracks them down and discovers that there's an event being held but Chairman Rainwater knows nothing about this. I know. Yeah. The Secret Service is there. They just are shooting stray dogs. I can't. Now, this would not happen. No. Would this happen? Um, I don't know. I don't want to say it wouldn't because these days, absolutely nothing would fucking surprise me. I would Secret hope. Service, Secret Service listeners, please come at us <laughs> and tell us if this is a, one of your jobs. Secret service <laughs> listeners. Like yeah. seriously, if you're in our backdoor friends and you're you work for the secret service, you probably can't say anything. So send us an well, anonymous email. Anonymous, yeah, but you can also post anonymously, right? There, there you, you go. go. Post anonymously and let us know if you have if part of your job is protecting President Biden, that you just have to shoot rabid dogs when you or not even rabid, just loose <laughs> dogs. dogs. Oh, like if Stephanie's walking Shirley McLean down the down the street, don't you and dare! Shirley McLean gets loose. Does don't she get you, shot on sight? Are you? Do you? Don't you dare! Dude, that's what's happening. These I are know. people's dogs. I know, but my Shirley McLean was shot at, and that scares Ugh, me. I know. I you know. know. Mo freaks out. 
he's like, what the fuck what the are fuck? you doing? And then he puts two and two together and realizes the prez is coming. Okay. Yep. So now I have a couple notes because uh, uh, let me let me read the next scene and then I want to talk about who we think the president might be. Okay. okay. So Rainwater arrives and he realizes this was all set up by dun, 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 super villain Angela Blue Thunder, mm. who talks like that through the entire time. I hate her. She says the president is coming to Broken Rock. I hate and her so Rain, much. Rainwater's like, she's a, she goes, it's time the president sees us. And he says, Obama saw us. He stood right here. And then two years later, he ran a pipeline through our land. I have a note on that. Just hold on. I'll get okay, to it. Okay. So <clears throat> the president is here to endorse Martin. Because, you know, the president of the United States says nothing better than fly over to Broken Rock and endorse this weirdo, <laughs> Martin. Who they want to take over the role of chairman. And Rainwater says, let him. I'd give him the endorsement back if he gave it to me. Mm. All right. So here we go. This is a note that I found on some article that I was reading. Okay. It was it was a legitimate source. Like I'm not finding this on, you know, okay. uh, like housewater.com or something weird. This is from like U.S. News or something. Okay. Okay. Before taking the stage, Rainwater brings up President Obama's relationship to the Dakota Access Pipeline and his later silence on the project, despite earlier promises to Native groups. Obama, and, and he repeats the line, Obama visited Standing Rock two years before he tried to run a pipeline through it. Presidents don't even see us when they're standing right in front of us. So ultimately, the Obama administration did halt the development of the pipeline towards the end of his presidency. So I guess why everyone was upset is... He said there would be no pipeline. They started to to go through with it, and Obama stayed silent. Hmm. However, he did do something towards the end of his presidency where he halted the pipeline. So he came to his senses, decided he wasn't going to do it. This decision was immediately reversed by an executive action issued by President Trump after taking office, furthering construction of the pipeline. Hmm. So there we go. Okay. All right, now. I wanted to know who you think the president is because Kevin Costner at some point in this episode calls him an idiot. Well, he's obviously, I don't know. Do you think it's like, like a Trump situation? I don't know. Cause the timeline doesn't match. Doesn't match. I know. I like, don't know. Is it Biden? Oh, I didn't think of that. We don't know. Now, a lot of people, Myself included, always assumed Taylor Sheridan was like this huge Trump fan, right? Yeah, and was yeah, writing yeah. this from a very conservative point of view. But I found this article that says when promoting Wind River, which was a movie that um, Taylor Sheridan wrote, he had some less than kind words for President Trump saying, can we just impeach that motherfucker right now? Like, Ooh. what are we doing? I don't understand. He's just so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> wow and then he he ended up kind of like not walking it back but like softening it mm, okay and we know costner's a liberal so yes. like i don't know who unless they're making a statement and they very well could be unless they're kind of making a statement by having john call the president an idiot that like all of them are crooked all of them are idiots i mean my initial thought is that because he okay. He doesn't seem to even, I mean, in his own office, 
Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to choose either. Like he's just he hates all of it. Yeah, I'm so, feeling like he's probably gonna be like a libertarian. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I can see that definitely for like sure. Like a true libertarian, not yes, like a yeah. Ron Paul libertarian. No, like a real one. Like a Ron Paul libertarian, <laughs> like a true libertarian. Uh, yeah, I agree with you because at, at first I was like, oh, it's got to be Biden. But then I I'm like, even, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I don't yeah. think like so. A lot of people, even in our in our Facebook group, have said you know, that they don't watch this show because it's too right wing or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that it is. I think that's a really big misconception about this show. I don't feel that it is either. And there's an article and I'll share it with everybody at some point when I find it again. There's an article that talks about how well they talk about the native and indigenous peoples and they don't paint that out. Like, they are not on the side of the white man in a no. lot of these shows. No. You know what I mean? Like, they they do a really good job of showing the realities of what they happened. Really do. And how how that is still at foot today. A foot. Still a foot. At mm-hmm. play. A foot. Today. Okay. So, listen to me. I'm like the king's pajamas. <laughs> Did you hear that, that podcast? <laughs> I go to no. Amanda. He's walking around like he's the king's pajamas. <laughs> She's like, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm just notorious for getting sayings wrong. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. All right, so now we're going to the ranch. You ready? I'm ready. Buckle up. So we open on some cowboy shit. John and Rip mm. and Beth arrive at the horizon line, and John is all horned up over the beauty of this land. He's like, oh. I was too. <laughs> it was beautiful. I was too. I think I read that this ranch is, did we talk about this? That the ranch is like 700,000 acres? Yeah. It's a beautiful, I mean, it's literal heaven on earth. Truly it is yeah, for me it is. anyway. 
I mean, so, just throw an ocean on the other side of one of those mountains yeah, and that would be my heaven on earth. It's too yeah. landlocked for me. Yeah. I know. So Beth is ruining this for him. She wants some vodka and John rides off pissed off and Rip says, honey, you got a mean streak as big as this damn valley. Ugh. And Beth says, this is not beautiful to me. Like one man should not have all of this. This is too much. She says, I want a meadow with a little lake or stream in a place no one knows about but me. Mm-hmm. I don't like they talk the way they talk. I don't like to share the things I think are beautiful. And he's like, darling. Every time I look at you, I know what you mean. Like, nobody talks like this. No, they don't. Stephanie, do you and Pat talk like this? No. (laughs) No. Nobody does. Nobody does. No one does. No. I will say that throughout, I figured out, okay, so I've been having this like back and forth thing in my own head about Rip because Mm. I love Rip and I think he's so hot, but like physically Mm. I'm not attracted to him. He's not my type. There's nothing mm-hmm. about him that like I like he's just not my type, you guys. Just the okay? fact that he like tucks in his shirt and wears really tight jeans yes. is a turn off for me. <laughs> but you know what it is? There's something about his sweetness. And that's what it is that I'm attracted to. Sorry, it's, that was an alarm. That's okay. It's his sweetness. But it's like it's it's what we've always been attracted to. The toxic mm-hmm. man. That is super toxic on the outside, but we think there is just this sweet little hurt broken boy inside. But I think there That's really is the with whole, him. There, there I don't, is. That's the whole package. That's what we find attractive. I don't think Rip is really like toxic. I don't feel that from him. No, but Rip, Rip, no, I disagree with that. Really? Think about the way he treats Carter. I think he perpetuates that machismo. Like, you got to be a cowboy. You got to be tough. Do this. Do that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's right. I think he only reserves that softness for Beth, Hmm. in my opinion. No, you're right. You're right. Um, But I do, I do agree with you that he is, there is, like, there is genuinely a sweetness in him. There is. But I guess my thing is, like, with the machismo thing, most, at least most of the assholes that I've encountered in real life... Mm-hmm. are that way in all areas of their lives. Yeah, so even like, in private. The fact that he even reserves his sweetness or whatever for Beth is a lot for me because that you don't usually see that. At least I, in my experience, I haven't. Well, to be fair, how are you going to be mean to Beth? Like, that's a tall <laughs> order to top. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Oof. I know. So right. now Summer is left at the house and she's just wandering around and she comes out to the area where they're going to have the party when the cowboys return. Let's talk about Monica. Please. Can we? Monica all right. has become a mindless puppet for the ranch. Where she just talks about, I don't know, like, how great Beth is. And it's um, it's so fucking weird. Is this the part where she talks about the cities? It is. It Ish. is. And she talks about how, like, the, the land, the ranch, is the real nature. And, like, cities are just an abomination. And it's like, what? Where is the Monica that used to push back against John Dutton? I know. We lost her. What this is my biggest character. I don't know, but this is one of my biggest gripes is that they have turned her character. Like she's not even the same person. No, like at, at all. No. And she's I think not. that's what we loved. I mean, I never really loved Monica the way that you had did do, but I did. 
I I mean, I liked her enough, but like, but the thing that I loved about her was, you know, that she still held on to her, I don't know, beliefs and I don't know. I just feel like they've morphed her into, like you said, whatever, a ball liquor of John Dutton, but there was no evolution of it. I feel like no, it just happened. And that's where I take issue. Like there was no, like we didn't get to see it play out where like there was a buildup or like, like it just, it just one episode, like, they just threw it in there and we're like, whoa, what, what? The conflict always was like, they were always, she and John Dutton were always at odds, but battling for like Casey's soul, right? Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. knew that Casey didn't belong on the ranch and she wanted Casey to have the life with her. He wanted Casey on the ranch. Now she just seems to have acquiesced to let's just live on the ranch mm-hmm. and, and buy into it and just everything. Do you think it has something to do with the bonding over her dead baby, John? No, because I feel like this has been happening all season. Okay. I just feel like, why is she, like, even like, she's like, we got to go to the branding. Like, what? All right. Just to change, I'm with you. I don't get it either. But just to real quick before I forget, the one thing, (laughs) you guys are going to think I'm such an idiot. The one thing that <laughs> jumped out to me about this part of the show was how the fuck does Summer Wheatley not know how to peel a potato? Summer Wheatley angrily peels one potato, does a no, she's like, job, and like she doesn't even know what she's onto, doing. Yeah. yeah, throws it onto a pile. How does she? If like you're, no, hear me out though. When you're a crunchy hippie, like they claim this girl is, you know mm-hmm. how to peel your own fucking potatoes and make your own meals. She like. No, like, no, this does not fit. Like, I know right. it sounds I so she stupid. didn't know how to, like, fillet a fish, fish. you know? Or, yeah, like, vegan, gut a, but... yeah, or gut a deer. Like, of course. Right. But right. the whole, like, she didn't know what to do with the potato peeler, I couldn't. That, I hate her. It's weird. And I just hate her even it's more weird. now. So we have Casey and Tate coming across some cattle, and Tate just wants to cowboy. We see lots of shot of the cattle and cowboy in and Beth yells to rip like, don't ever call this work because this is amazing. And you know who's loving this cowboy shit? Clara. I know. I saw that. (laughs) I know. I really I actually thought that was like endearing, though. I thought so, too. I love her. Mm -hmm. Now, Summer finds her way to a graveyard where I don't know if you clocked this. The graves are splattered in blood. I saw that. And I was like, what happened? Yes. Like, who's, are they like just murdering people in the graveyard? (laughs) Like, is that where they take you to like off you? Like, let's just go shoot you against a headstone so we can leave your blood splatter? Like, No, because we know they take people to the train station. I know. It makes happening. I don't understand. I I saw that too. It was confusing. So Monica sneaks up on her because apparently this is just a little skip and a jump from the main ranch, yeah. which I don't believe that. No. And she says, this was my family's land before it was theirs mm-hmm. and seems to harbor zero resentment about that fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then she then Summer sees baby John's grave and Monica says, when I say we give everything to the land, I do mean everything. Okay. All right, I have to say something about this. Okay. <laughs> This annoyed the shit out of me because because yeah, you got in a car accident. You didn't yeah, sacrifice you didn't, your baby for the land. No. 
And like, let's face it, all dead people go in, like, all right, not all, but like the majority of dead people go in the ground. That made no sense. Like, yeah, even from like a logical, like it just, that line Where's made the no sacrifice? Sense. I don't, like I don't she know. got that's into a car I, accident. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. That was weird. This Taylor whole Sheridan part was needs so- to like get off his meds. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Like this whole thing with the two of them was so poorly weirdly written that i and we it. know like this is this is what i'm talking about with taylor sheridan like we know what he's capable of we saw that amazing scene with john and monica last wow. week what is this i don't know it was a big miss though so meanwhile rip whisks beth away to a little place exactly like the one she had described and he says he had wanted to marry her there where there was no history and then he presents her with smokes and some whiskey, and she's like, I'm going to fuck you right now. Like, let's let's do this thing. And she says, too. three things make her feel good. Cigarettes, whiskey, four things, a meadow, and you. And I just wrote, she's dying this season, and this is where he's going to bury her. Oh, fuck. You keep saying that. I'm telling you, they keep, it's just a vibe I'm getting. You're killing from me Beth. with this. It's a vibe I'm getting. I don't know. And I hate it. I hate this vibe. Things are too sweet between her and Rip. Like some things, I don't know. I hope you're Guys, come at us if you think that Beth is going to die in the meadow. I really need to. No, I'm being dead serious. Please, if anybody is listening, please go to our Facebook group and tell us what you think. Because I need to know if Amy's the only one feeling this. Because I didn't pick up on it at all. And I don't know if it's just because I'm oblivious because I'm just so in love with her that I can't even fathom it. I'm feeling Beth and John. This is it for them. Shit. I do. So that night, uh, John is waxing poetic, and he and the old cowboy, diabetes, mm-hmm. go to sleep mm-hmm. under a tree. This man, justice for diabetes, because this Serious. man is 117 and should not be having to do this cowboy work. No. He and should his, be sitting on the porch rocking in his chair. And his Talking wife. about measuring his blood sugar. <laughs> I check my blood sugar and I check it often. <laughs> um, if you don't know what that is, guys, you, you're you not as old as us. No. And that's and okay. literally never watched television ever. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So the next morning, Ryan is whining that there's no coffee. John tries to wake up diabetes and he's dead. He did. Poor diabetes. He rings up Clara. He's like, we're going to, we're going to need that satellite phone after all. So he brings over the satellite phone and Clara's like, oh my God, this dude is dead. Like she has a a reaction. And John says, life ends. That's part of it. He and his ended good. I refuse to feel sad about it. And you should too. No, I hate this. No. Mm -mm. I just covered an episode of Little House with my sister over on Gen X. This is why. Uh-huh. And Paul says to Mary at one point, or to Laura, he goes, uh, what does he say? Don't talk back and don't cry. And then he goes on and t- tells her something. And this had that feel to it, yeah. like that, don't cry. Mm-hmm. You know, this was a, this was a thing. Mm. And I, I thought I just would love to say that to my kids just once. Don't talk back and don't cry. Here's how Come it's going to go. Just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So everyone is horrified, and John says, Diabetes died on the trail like everybody cow- every cowboy dreams of. And I just wrote, How do we know he was not murdered? Was there a murder investigation? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
This but is John was sleeping next to him, wasn't he? <laughs> I wrote, how do we know murder was not afoot? <laughs> <laughs> afoot is the word of the day, you guys. It is. It is. I want everyone listening to today say to say mm-hmm. afoot somewhere in your day. Fit it mm-hmm. in. That's mm-hmm. your homework. So Monica's waiting for her men's to return. And everyone is real happy when they do, except for Diabetes's widow, who... Gets the old John Dutton ride up. And we all know what that means. John Dutton's riding straight towards you. No diabetes with them. Diabetes is dead. This wife broke my heart. The wife? Yeah, it was upsetting. I don't feel like... I feel like there was some awkward physical... There was. Totally. Um, I I wonder why John did not take his cowboy hat off. I thought that too. Which is what a true cowboy would Cowboy would take their hat off first. I literally... Promise you, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Then I realized something must be going on under that hat because we have not seen him without that hat on like all year. I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Maybe in his divorce, his wife ripped out some of his hair. Well, he was balding anyway for years. <laughs> You're Kevin right, Costner. though. <clears throat> Kevin Costner, come closer. Embrace the balding, dude. Just embrace it. I know. Just embrace it. Mm-hmm. So now we get, oh, the press sees him consoling mm-hmm. the widow and they, they're all over this. And then Linnell, Dinah from Guiding Light shows up and she's watching too. And it's, it's kind of getting her a little warm under the skirt. She's mm-hmm. all excited about this. Mm-hmm. So now we get some wrangling and roping, as I call it. They're wrangling and roping those steer and pulling them close <laughs> and branding them. Oh, and I hate that. John and Linnell discuss his very inappropriate pardoning and consequential sex enslavement of Summer Wheatley. I, <laughs> I can't. still can't get over this. And she admits she's jealous. Yes, it's it's bad. Like you can't yeah. do this. It's bad. She she also says, I notice there's never any ugly women in spots around you. <laughs> Then she tells him she is a little jealous, but she's got a new dude. And then she says, you need to go and see the president. And he's like, I have nothing to say to that idiot. Mm. He can come here and watch me on the ranch. So oh I guess, God. you know, fuck the president. I don't know. So now we have some music playing. And he wanders over to Summer Wheatley and they have a chat. And he wants to dance with her. And she says, ask your MILF senator. Ugh. And he says. Just for once, I'd love to have a simple relationship with the woman. And she says, then find a simple woman mm. or stop sending mixed signals. Now, I want to talk about something very important in this scene that I clocked that I doubt anyone else did. Okay. But this is an Amy Archer original. Oh. They get oh. some corn. They get some corn on their plate from Gator, him and Linnell early, right? The corn is still in the husk. And they walk around for like 25 minutes talking to other people. They even dance. And that corn is still sitting on their plates in the husk. What is the plan with the corn? (laughs) What? (laughs) This is an Amy Archer original. What's the plan with the corn? Oh my God. Maybe they're going to give it to all the children. So then they're children. you, You butter corn immediately. Yeah, well, I mean, it's still hot, and you put tons of salt on it, mm-hmm. and you eat it, and you spike your blood pressure. We all know how to eat corn on the cob. Mm. What are they doing? Why is corn on the cob so good? Oh, my God. I have some in my fridge that we got from uh, the little farm stand. Mm. I love it so much. 
But dude, why are they just walking around letting that corn get cold and sit in the husk? I don't know, because they're stupid dum-dums. They're dum-dums. John okay. is like in these fake relationships that don't make any sense. <laughs> like I, I, this is actually annoying me because I don't understand. Like those, these two women are so completely different. Oh, how yes. is he like banging both of them? Like I just, I don't under, I don't understand. This is the worst storyline with Linnell, and until they yeah. get that back together, I'm boycotting the Same. summer Wheatley thing. I hate the summer Wheatley thing. So now we see Lainey Wilson singing a full set. Like, we have a full concert. Yeah. And she's staring at Ryan, and my man Walker comes over. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to jump up there and sing a song while you guys dance. And this is what I'm here for. He gets up and he sings Nobody Knows My Trouble, which is, like, one of my favorite songs by him. And then I noticed something about him that I need to talk to you about. He has, now you know me. I like mm-hmm. a well-placed tattoo, but I also don't like overly tattooed because it triggers me. It reminds mm-hmm. me of my ex-husband. I know. However, he has tattoos on his hands, and I think that is the sexiest thing. On his hands? Yes. Really? Do you like a tattooed hand? I actually hate a tattooed hand. Mm. Tattooed hands gross me out, and I'm going to tell you why. playing guitar, and it's like all worn like it's been working. So my grandpa had oh. tattoos. Oh, no. And he had like oh, was a he weird... like in the navy? Yeah. Was he in the navy? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had like this weird like all of his. Like, my mom was like one of nine, so he had like all of the kids' names tattooed down his arm. And I just remember thinking it was so gross because as he got older, it just looked like blob on skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I don't I personally don't like tattoos on hands because I think your hands age faster than mm. the rest of your body. I know mine have. And I just think I don't like. I personally don't like the way they look. It's just a thing. I love a tattoo though. Like for me, I don't want a tattoo on your hands, your neck, or your face. I don't care where else they are, but those areas I don't like them on. I think we can be in agreement about the face, the Mm. neck. mm. I don't like a neck tat. Nope. 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 It depends. A little trashy for me. I got mm-hmm. a little trash in me. I'm not going to lie. Dude, I'm full of trash. I'm the epitome of white trash. But I just, it's just not, I just personally don't like it. Mm. There, you know what it is? There's something that I love about, <laughs> this is this is fucked up. Like a guy that's like dressed really nice and uh-huh. you don't know that he has tattoos until he takes that shirt off. Do you know okay. what I mean? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> no, but there's some like something about a neck tat or like a mm. hand tat. Like it leaves nothing to the imagination. And I just see don't there's like something that. with me where I like where somebody looks like they just came off a job site, they're in dirty clothes, they're yeah, I dirty. Get it. Yeah, I and get they it. got some hand tattoos and they whip up a guitar and they start playing an original song that they wrote that is amazing. <laughs> well, that's hot. There's something about a hand tattoo though that makes me feel like you're doing heroin. What mm. is that? Okay. I don't know. I don't know either. It probably makes zero sense. I don't yeah. know. It just, it reminds me of like dirty, but like, not like dirty because, you know, that's hot when you're like working at a job mm-hmm. site. Like, I get mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I just mean mm-hmm. like dirty as in like they don't take care of themselves or like, I don't know. It's just a thing. I disagree. It's like one thing. Well, not just one thing. One of the few things. This has been I- disagree on. This has been Amy and Stephanie's internalized misogyny corner, where we just 
<laughs> where we just talk about how much we love toxic men and objectify them. I so there know. you go. There Although, you go. I mean, I've objected the shit out of Jamie's Sarah, whatever the hell her name it's is. True. It's true. I mean, no one's so, off the table here. <laughs> while Hottie, Hottie McHottie Ryan Bingham is singing, oh. um, Beth and Rip are watching, and Beth says that Rip is sensitive and she loves that. Some chick asked Carter to dance. And then John asked Linnell to dance and she reluctantly agrees and says she was, she would marry him. And I made up this word. She would marry him if he wasn't so duttony. Mm. <laughs> I feel like that's what she's saying. <laughs> and then my closing thought guys for this episode is how are all of these women not jumping on stage and attacking Ryan Bingham? <laughs> I know. Seriously. He's the he's hottest so hot. thing. He's so hot. He's how? Hot. It's yeah. almost like he's one of those people that's so hot, it's almost hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't stop looking at him. He's exactly my he's, type, too. He's like too. 90 pounds soaking wet. He's tall. <laughs> he's adorable. He's the epitome of everything that I love. I love him yep. so much. Yep. yep. The hair, the, the singing, the guitar, the body. All, the the guitar, you know. The guitar uh, does it for me. That smile. Have you seen the Barbie movie yet? No. Oh my god, I loved it so much. Part of it is the Kens are trying to like woo the Barbies and right. they all are sitting on the beach with an acoustic guitar <laughs> singing. Oh my god. No, I don't have anybody to see it with. Oh, you gotta see it when it comes on TV. Like I will. I definitely it's will. So but good. to go to the theater, I don't have anybody to go with. And me. your boys would like it too. Oh, I'm sure. It's really good. It's like a great statement on... Mm-hmm. the patriarchy it's really yeah fun. they would like it all right girl thank you so much for talking with me about the ranch the ranch my favorite we'll, time of the week we'll be back next week to talk about the ranch if you haven't already guys check out our coverage of sister wives oh, which, which my holy grail which will be going on patreon for episodes two and and beyond so episode one is free on the free feed. You get a little taste, a little try before you buy. And Do then it. we'll be putting it behind the paywall. Um, and we're also covering 90 Day the Last Resort, which is a delicious shit show. Oh, I wish and I could get into that. That is going to remain free for everybody. So that will awesome. be on there. Okay. I All did right. love your um coverage with Amanda though on oh, Sister Wives. You. It was really great. Cause you know that's my that show between that, I don't know which one is more my thing, Sister Wives or Maths. You love Maths. I love Maths. That's I my jam. Amanda has, like you, a freakish knowledge of Sister Wives, mm-hmm. and so a new segment is going to be. I'm going to try stump her at the end of every episode. Ooh, I love this. So maybe you and I can come up with something that we think will. Ooh, I will love stump that idea. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. All right, guys, subscribe awesome. and jump into Backdoor Friends if you can. And give us a review. Some some people have been leaving reviews, and we appreciate it. We love you. Yes. Thank you very much. Give us a review. And we will, we'll see you next week on The Ranch. Bye.